0: This is WSKG News. I'm Brent Fox. Now that Governor Kathy Hochul has delivered her state-of-the-state message with all its ambitious proposals, it's time to figure out how much they would cost taxpayers. She'll have to do that in her proposed state budget, which is due by the end of the month. But as Karen DeWitt reports, the spending plan is being forged at a time of economic uncertainty.
1: Among Hochul's plans for the 2023 session is a program that aims to build 800,000 more housing units in the next decade and jumpstarting the failing mental health system with a large cash infusion.
0: And I'm proud to announce, to accomplish this goal, we are prepared to invest $1 billion, making critical policy changes to fully meet the mental health needs of our people. It's about time. Let's get it done.
1: Hochul also intends to keep her pledge to increase spending on schools by 13 percent or $2.7 billion. That money would fully fund foundation aid for schools by the next school year. It would fulfill a court order issued over a decade ago. And she proposes expanding some Medicaid programs for preventive health and for people with disabilities. Andrew Rine heads the Citizens Budget Commission, a nearly century-old budget watchdog group. He says while the governor's goals are laudable, he has concerns about the potential price tag.
0: And there are some good proposals here, a long menu of proposals, but of course we have to wait till the executive budget to get the bill.
1: He says there are some positive signs that show the governor is watching the bottom line. Her housing plan, which relies on construction largely financed by real estate developers, does not come with a big cost. And could help bring back middle and working class people to the state. The governor's also pledging not to increase taxes this year, despite calls from some in the left of the Democratic Party to do so. She says that would just make problems worse if there's an economic downturn, which many experts believe will occur.
0: A majority of economists are predicting a recession, and that's one of the reasons it's clear to me why we will not be raising income taxes this year.
1: Ryan says Hochul is wise to resist raising taxes. He'd like to see her go one step further and not renew a temporary income tax surcharge on the wealthy when it sunsets in two years. He says that could help prevent wealthier people from leaving the state and attract other higher income people to live in New York.
0: We need to keep our wealthy people because they pay... Disproportionate taxes that fund schools and transportation and, and all that—they also often are business leaders and biz- job creators. That's a very good thing.
1: Rhine says preventing taxes from rising could also help slow the state's outmigration of people to other states. New York State's finances are in relatively good shape going into 2023, thanks to recent federal COVID relief packages and better-than-expected tax and other revenue collections. Spending, though, grew 12 percent over the previous years, and that's a big jump compared to budgets in the last decade. If that spending continues at the current rate, a fiscal cliff is looming. If nothing's done, the state would face a six billion dollar budget cap by 2027. Hochul spoke about her concerns for the future last December. And I have to anticipate worst case scenarios with respect to the economy. I just have to And that's why we'll approach our budgeting with that frame. The governor already plans to increase the state's rainy day fund to $20 billion in the next two years. But the Citizens Budget Commission and other fiscal experts say more than twice that amount is needed to offset the effects of a potential recession. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt.